Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. My name is Ashley. I am your host, and today I'm doing just a little solo catch-up together because it's now the second month of the year, and, you know, any month of the year is just good to reflect and at any point. And so today I just kind of want to do like a small little catch up with you guys and just kind of touch base being like, what are our 24, 24 vibes, how we do and how we feeling? And yeah. And so from the very jump, you might just be like, okay, that's weird. Like, why are you doing a solo episode? That's a very fair question. Um, honestly, over the past like couple weeks, I don't know if it's been like super obvious to you guys, but or if you follow her like on social or anything. Um, but we obviously the Lusty Brief podcast has always been me and Jenna. And the last few weeks, l- let me just start out by saying that I love Jenna with all of my entire existence and being, and we are still best friends, and nothing about that is changing. And with what I'm about to say, she also said I could tell you guys um, whatever, and you also are um, able and allowed to like reach out with her, with, reach out to her with any questions or anything. Um, but as of this week, it is just going to be me hosting the podcast, and I'm honestly really sad. And that decision comes from Jenna be making the best decision for her family right now. And like we even said with the let's uh, or the let her cook girls a few weeks ago, like the podcast was always meant to be something fun and a reason for Jenna and I to continue to get together after she moved. And honestly, we like hoped it would turn into like maybe jobs like one day, but just was always meant to be like a super fun and like casual thing for us. And so Uh, We've enjoyed doing it together so much, but obviously, if you've been around here, you've heard her talk about in just different life updates, like how uh, much her life is changing. And so, Monty has like gone through different sleep regressions and that's been like super hard on them. But then at the same time, come June, she's bringing another baby into the mix. And obviously, my life is a little bit more not a little bit, a lot a bit more like laid back and casual and just kind of chill. And so I um, had maybe like kind of sensed that she was overwhelmed by the podcast uh, for the past like few weeks. And so I texted her um, last week and was like, hey, like we got to get together and record. And she finally, I think, was holding on for a a long time and just like was very nervous and like worried about like disappointing me at all. Um, which of course I was not. And she like, maybe like slightly disappointment, just like out of like regular sadness, but none of that taken out on her. Like, I didn't feel like she let me down at all or anything. Um, but yeah, she was like, I just need to focus on my family right now and getting ready for the second baby. And like, even though it's like just a sliver of like the week, it's sometimes, most of the time it's her, like, it's setting time aside um, when Tanner is home to be there with Monty so that we can record or her driving out to me, which can be, like, four hours out of the day and everything. So, it can just be a lot sometimes. And so, for this time being, she's 
taking a step back and but also with that it's more of like a permanent step back but that being said she has an open invite whenever and we've already talked about like doing more like episodes down the line of her being like a guest and everything and she in like the big text of like hey I think I need to take a step back she said like you feel free to do whatever you want like with it and so that's what we're doing. <laughs> we, I'm going to figure it out as we go along. And like, honestly, like, so we had like a few episodes recorded. And so I'm coming to you. Let me see what the date is. The, yeah, this is only two days before that this podcast goes out. So, you know, pretty, pretty relevant, like timing and everything. But um, yeah, so this, for this week's episode, we just didn't have anything like scheduled out or planned And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to get on the mic and talk (laughs) and kind of just do a solo episode, a little catch up. And honestly, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. So yeah, we're just going to kind of go with it. But that's where the podcast is heading. If you originally came for Jenna, um, I'm so happy that you're here. If you are slightly disappointed, just know I share in the slight disappointment as well because I mean, it's always been Ashley and Jenna. It's what made. Let's debrief what it is. And so if you came for the pair, I totally understand if this is maybe not relevant to you anymore. But as of right now, like with Jenna being like, you do whatever you want. I definitely am not feeling like it will be a like just me talking into the microphone every single week. My goal is to have like people on like maybe... 50% to 75% of the time. Like right now, I already know that my mom is going to be on next week, which she was a fan favorite. And so when all of this happened, I'm actually like recording this in Florida right now, which I'll get into later. But I was like, mom, I'm going to be with you next week and the people love you. So we have to do an episode together. Um, So that'll be next, next week's episode. And like, I just feel like I have so many amazing people in my life that like, either have amazing stories or I just want to sit down and have them read. We're still going to do like the listener submitted stuff. And so I just want to have as many people on as possible because I love the people in my life and I think that they offer a lot of wisdom in different situations and that just they're just really fun to be around. And so vibe moving forward is a little sprinkle of me with um, a lot of guests and a lot of people on to give their input as well. So that's where we're heading. Um, Yeah, I'm in Florida right now. Um, Cole and I drove to Florida this time and there was a reason for that. Um, We didn't just do it out of sheer stupidity. Um, So it's Monday right now. On Sunday, we like we're in Pittsburgh. We went to church and then we're able to have brunch with my friend Sarah, who lives in New York, um, just happened to be in Pittsburgh. Um, so that was really nice to see her before we hit the road. Um, and yeah, we drove from Pittsburgh to Charlotte, uh, which is about seven and a half hours, and then spent the night in Charlotte, um, just at a little hotel, and then went from Charlotte to Orlando. And we got here, we got into Charlotte maybe like around 9.30, and then got into Orlando today at like 3.30 and literally I dropped Cole off at a golf course so he could go golf with my dad 
Um, and the weather was so beautiful. It was like 67 and like not a cloud in the sky, super sunny. And so, uh, so far so good. The weather's been really nice, but this week, so like we were just here a month ago and like, I've said this on the podcast before, but, um, over the summer or the fall we got, um, maybe it was the fall. I'm trying to remember. We got Disney passes. And so, honestly, like, for the remainder of the year, we're just trying to use them as much as possible. And, like, Spirit Flights fly is so cheap to uh, from Pittsburgh to Orlando nonstop. And so, that's usually the route that we go. But um, this time around, we were driving for a bunch of different reasons. So, um, one of our favorite bands is coming here this week and they announced like their tour dates back in the fall and they didn't have we're also we're going to see Lainey I'm not trying to gatekeep it (laughs) we're seeing Lainey um they announced their tour dates in the fall and they didn't have a Pittsburgh date and we were like dang that really stinks like and it's just so funny like I this will now be like the fourth time I've seen Lainey we saw them at Radio City Music Hall and then they came to Pittsburgh August of 22 and then and then I'll get to the 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 one thing but um the last time that we went we were like okay like that was really cool like I don't know if I need to see them again and then they released another album and I was like and then they released tour dates and I was like crap I have to go again I just need to be there and so they announced tour dates and they had an Orlando tour date and I had a group chat with some of our friends and I was like, so they're not coming to Pittsburgh, but like, would you guys take like a trip down to Orlando? We could stay with my parents for free. Um, and then we could like do parks and everything too. And they were like, yes, that sounds like so much fun. And then I don't know like at what point it was, but like a few weeks later, one second, let me take a sip of water. Um, only a few weeks later, they announced a Pittsburgh radio show date. And I was just like, okay, like, I don't really know, like, what that, like, entails. Cole, (laughs) this is really throwing him under the bus. Cole personally thought it meant that everybody got, and it was at stage eight, everybody got together and listened to Lainey on the radio. And I was like, no. (laughs) Lainey will be there. It will be played on the radio. I just don't know like how long of a set they're going to do and everything. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. So that was in December and we went with um, Jen and Tan and Bryce was there. Was Peter was there. Yeah. So like just some of our friends and like everyone that was local, but we already had our tickets to Orlando. And so we're like, well, I guess we're seeing them twice. Um, so yeah, we, so Brett, Bryce, and Peter are all coming down for the concert and just that in the concerts on Friday. And then there were just like a bunch of other things. Like McCole had like two sets of golf clubs that he wanted to bring one down to Florida. And then with all of like, my parents have a car and usually it's just the two of us or sometimes like when Peter comes, it's the three of us. So like we can all fit in the car and like we kind of just make it work with one car, but then adding two more people into that, we were going to need another car. So we were going to rent one. And then the, the kicker in all of this is my parents have a Peloton bike and here in Florida. 
And I really wanted to bring it back to Pittsburgh because I've been in my cycling era for a while now. And I've had class pass for a long time. I actually don't know how long at this point. Well, maybe like April or May. And honestly, I've loved it. I have gotten really good use out of it. But as time goes on and now that we're going to be taking the Peloton back to Pittsburgh, that was kind of like, okay, if I just get the Peloton back to Pittsburgh, then I'm going to cancel class pass and kind of like save the money on that. So I feel like I said like a long time ago, like how much I loved class pass and I really did, but I just haven't been using it as much recently. We got a mirror, um, like the Lululemon mirror, um, from when my sister worked there, they practically like gave it to us. It was so cheap. So we have that. There's a Peloton tread like that my parents also had. And so just real Peloton and like at home fitness gym is like already stacked. And I'm like, I need to use this instead of class pass. And so we're taking that back. And that's what like I wanted to do that for a while. So all of those different factors led to us driving. And so we split it up on the way down here, but on the way back, we're going to be driving straight because it's just the way it works out. And so, uh, yeah, the concert's on Friday and then we'll get, the boys are flying. Oh yeah. Also the boys are flying down. Peter, Brett, and Bryce are flying down tomorrow. Um, and we'll grab them from the airport and then, yeah, we're just going to do fun stuff all week on Wednesday. We're going to go to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure and then on Thursday, we're going to Hollywood Studios and, and Friday, we're going to Volcano Bay. If none of that makes any sense to you, just different parks here in Florida. Um, but it's so fun. It's so like, I just love amusement parks and I know people might judge me for being a Disney adult, but I genuinely don't care. Like it's so much fun. And I love going with new people and just kind of seeing them get to experience it. Like both Brett and Bryce have been to both like, I don't know if they've been to Hollywood Studios, but they've been to Disney and they've been to Universal, but new things have been added since the last time that they were here. And so I'm just so excited for like them to experience all the new stuff and just like some of like the craziest rides I feel like I've ever been on and everything. So yeah. And then we'll get up on Saturday and drive back because we want to be back for church on Sunday. So yeah, we'll get back like late Saturday night. It's like driving straight through. It's like a 15 hour drive. And so it should be interesting. When we, Cole and I were debating, let me actually see if I can look it up on my phone right now. I asked him to earlier and I don't know if he did, but over the summer we drove from uh, Maine, like back to Pittsburgh. Remember we all made our our way up to Maine and then um we drove back in one day let's see to let's just Portland Maine let's see how many hours oh not Portland Oregon that'll be very far um because I've been convinced at this point that we've already done something like this before oh no it's only like 10 and a half hours Oh gosh, which like, were we that much higher up? No, I don't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like we were up near Bar Harbor. So like, let's see. Also, obviously I'm not doing any video today just because Cole didn't bring his camera and I have the headphones on. So I feel like 
real ASMR. Like I can just hear my voice back. Oh, okay. This makes me feel better. So like from Bar Harbor, it's 13 hours and 20 minutes. And we were like an hour outside of Bar Harbor. So it was like 12 hours, 12 and a half hours. Oh, that's weird. So I like reversed it from Bar Harbor to like our house and it said it was 14 hours. Okay. Either way, it was still pretty long, but there was three of us and we kind of like split it up. So this will be interesting. We're going to, yeah, do our best to just like leave early on Saturday. Like the boys have an early flight out anyways. And so I think my parents are going to take them to the airport and we're going to hit the road as soon as possible. There's something about, not not there's something about me, but something about me is that I just absolutely hate, hate, which you might be able to guess this at this point, driving in the dark. It's, it's, oh, sorry. I'm like echoing. It's just the worst. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, I have driving in the dark PTSD and Tanner's been telling me I need to get over it. But after the deer incident, which I know is very common, but let me tell you, I don't know if any of you knew this. In California, there is no roadkill. Like, maybe if, like, a skunk or, like, a gopher, I don't know, something like that, like, tried to cross the road and didn't make it. That is the extent of roadkill. Everything else, there are no deer that jump in front of you. None, nothing like that at least where I grew up. Like, obviously, there are mountains in California, so maybe it's different elsewhere. But when we were home for Christmas, I had not a single care in the world when I was driving. Like, we flew into John Wayne and we picked up a car and um, we're driving to Riverside where I grew up. And it's like 45 minutes and I was just flying down the highway. I was like, I don't have to worry about deer. I don't have to worry about anything jumping out in front of me. Like, this is the best. And I feel like the route, like, that we've taken down here, like, I don't think there's, like, a ton of wildlife that would, like, jump out in front of me. But I still, like, when we were going through West Virginia early in the drive, I could still see some deer. I was like, you stay over there. But I just hate driving in the dark. And so I'm just trying to, like, do it as little amount as possible and just, like, speed to my destination. And so, yeah, that is, I guess, my week, my weekly rundown of what's going on this week. And I, like I said, I don't know how long this episode's going to be. I'm kind of just going to be ranting and talking about whatever comes to mind. But I said like life updates. And um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then, um, and if you know me in personal life, then you know that Cole and I have been going through some changes recently in our, like, personal and work lives and everything, and it has just been crazy. I, I, like, have said in previous episodes, like, I think Jenna, like, would ask me, like, for life updates or something, and I was just like, oh, like, I'm not gonna, like, touch on it. Like, things have been changing at work. I'm not gonna touch on it, but I don't know. Something about doing a solo episode, I'm like, okay, like, I can touch on it. And honestly, enough, like, time has passed at this point. I feel much more chill about it. Um, but yeah, here we go. (laughs) Um, we had, like, some changes, like, at our job. And if, for those of you that don't know, um, Cole and I work at a church, and that's actually how we met. 
Um, we met at this church. Well, we met film technically met f- to film a video for church through Jen and Tan. And that was in 2019. Um, and then he got on staff in 2020 and we just became friends and coworkers. And then fast track 2022 <laughs> got married. Um, so yeah, we've been working for this church for a while and in December, we found out that things were going to be changing and things were going to be starting to look different and um, our church was going to divide and into like, we had like multiple campuses and it was going to divide into um, like different, one branch that was dividing was going to become a different church and then um, the other side was going to stay holding the name and everything. And I never in a million years could have saw this coming and have never been a part of a church split before, which is just so interesting. Like, honestly, I went to one church my entire life. Like, I, my parents, like, were the first few people a part of this church um, in Riverside. And now, and like, we went to it my entire life. And then when we moved to Pennsylvania, we obviously like left and started looking for a different church. Um, and now that church has so many campuses and is just thriving and love that for them. Um, but then when we came to Pittsburgh, we looked for a bunch of different churches. And when I stepped into this church that I now work at, I felt very much at home and it felt like the church that I had grown up in. And so I, and I don't actually know if I've ever shared this before, but um, my family, like we moved to Pennsylvania in 2015 and then something like that, maybe 24, no, 2015, I think. Um, and then, and it was for my mom's job. And then after that, there was just a lot of back and forth and like we moved back to California for the summer and then ultimately ended up moving back to Pennsylvania because my dad just really felt like we were supposed to be there. And we moved back, bought a house. And then a few months later, they were like, no, we're moving back to California for good. And I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to do that. And so I decided to stay. And if I have told this story before, I'm so sorry. But I decided to stay and I did feel like a big part of me staying was because of this church and like the bond I had already started to make with people. And yeah, honestly, and I moved in with Heather. I feel like everyone's heard me talk about her. Honestly, at this rate, I need to have Heather on the podcast and just let her spew all of her wisdom (laughs) with everybody. But yeah, so this church has always been a huge part of my life and obviously it brought me coal. And so I'm super thankful for that. But honestly, to be so transparent and real, like the last few years have been really hard and, um, I was like struggling like a lot. And one thing about working like at a church that just makes life so very interesting is that I think it's glamorized a lot because it's just like, oh, like to get paid, like to, to get paid for something that like a lot of maybe people volunteer for, like, oh, like that's so nice. Like that's the dream. And I've been working at this church since 2019. And so like, I was so young like when I started working here that it was very much that for me 
and then just as time went on it just became really harder and it's not to anybody's fault at all like it was just very hard for me to separate the my relationship with God and my like work and like tasks and showing up to church on Sunday and having it be something that wasn't work and it just became like I said very difficult and so like the past few years have been really tough and I think coming into this year I was like okay like I'll probably stick it out a little bit longer and honestly like we've been really lucky like with weddings and like photo and video like gigs and obviously all of you know that like Cole and Tanner have started like their own production company and so just kind of saw that as like the direction our lives were going and we were like okay like the 2024 is the year we'll probably step away and literally like maybe told a few close friends that that was like what I was thinking but never like told anyone in leadership or anything so this change happens and our like campuses get divided and kind of just Cole and I were like what the heck like just happened and like it was just so like crazy I don't know like there's no other way to put it and it maybe it feels like I'm watering it down but like I almost just want to be like you just had to be there (laughs) like it was just crazy um and we were like in a position where we were um if we chose to stay with the church that we were already established with like that we had jobs there um like our jobs would be waiting for us and that at the time sound like was like okay and honestly like I feel like me telling this like whoever out there like just don't read into it it's not that deep like this is not meant to attack anybody specific this is genuinely just me talking on my experience but I think for me personally like being a part of a camp or being a part of a church that had multiple campuses was very hard and very draining and just a lot to make sure that every campus was equipped in the same way as it came from like a photography and like like social media perspective represented well like on social media and stuff if you didn't know that's like what I do for the church and so that was always just pretty tough for me and so now we're put in a position where we can keep our jobs and it would go down to one campus and I like Cole and I both were like oh my gosh like this thing that we were struggling with and this thing that was so hard for us of being um trying to make it work like so many different places now is just like in a soul focused like area in a soul focused place and we like prayed on it and it was very evident that like that was where we were being directed to go and where I mean essentially directed to stay and when I say that like this uh and like the change happened on January 7th and So, like, the first week, we're only, like, a month into it just being just one campus. And when I say that, like, I have so much joy, like, in my job again, 
I don't think I've felt this way since, like, I mean, honestly, like, maybe 2019, because then after, like, I, I got hired in January of 2019, and then obviously COVID was the next year, and that just brought so much, like, stress, and it kind of just felt intense, like, since then, and I've, like I've already said, like, don't read into anything. This is not a personal attack on anybody. This is just, like, how I feel I was meant to operate, I guess. Um, and I think I'm just meant to be a part of, meant to be working for, like, one campus. And that just, I feel like that makes me feel like I can give my best to the church. And it has been the like best month and I just feel like I said so much joy in my job I just love 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 like the people I get to do it with and it's just been so incredible like honestly like they're it's just been so nice and I feel so lucky that like this has all kind of like taken the direction that it has because knowing like where we were feeling and where we were going at one point and then for it to just take this turn and yeah i i don't know what else to say on it but i mean i have a very <clears throat> open door like about this and if you have any like additional questions like about it like you can totally reach out and like ask me and everything um nothing is really i yeah nothing's like really hidden. It's just obviously when you make like a blanket like social media post about something, like everything's always kind of left up to interpretation. But I think just in saying it on a podcast <laughs> makes it, hopefully my words came across like good. And like I said, I I love every person that also went to the other campuses and we have gone and like supported their services and stuff too. And so, um, I think hopefully in the end, it was just the best for everybody. And I'm just speaking for Cole and I definitely know that it was the best. And so that's where we're at with that. Um, other than that, life updates, um, Cole redid our kitchen, <laughs> quite the turn. Um, but yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you saw, um, that I, I'll post um, photos of what our kitchen looked like. And then the updates that he did to it, we basically just woke up one day and looked at the kitchen and we were like, I hate this. And I have been, one second, let me take a sip of water. You know, when you don't have another person here talking with you, it your throat gets drier a lot faster. So stand by. Okay, thank you. Um... What was I saying? The kitchen. Um, so we just woke up one day and we were like, you know what? I hate this. <laughs> and so I have been in my home cooking and just my homemaker era. And Cole was kind of like, you deserve like to like be in a kitchen that you like a lot. And so we had like, and, uh, and also if you're new here, I live in my parents' house. Um, they own a house in Pittsburgh and they let Cole and I stay, uh, Cole and I live there and they very much don't care what we do with anything. <laughs> excuse me. Um, and so I just texted them and I was like, we're going to do some things to the kitchen. Do you care? And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, cool. 
And so literally, I think one Friday morning, we got up and went to Lowe's. And I feel like I saw this post on TikTok of this girl that did it. And so hopefully this isn't the case. And hopefully everybody doesn't come through my throat here. But we had also, and maybe this is important to add, our house was foreclosed, like maybe in like 20... 15 2014 or something and people bought it for super cheap and they flipped it and they made they the flips that they made were super cheap and so there was just like decisions that they made that was just like the bare minimum and so the kitchen like I said I'll post photos the kitchen is very like I don't know like just like cookie cutter like the countertops were like a dark granite and then the cabinets were, like, a dark, like, walnut, um, and then Cole had spray-painted the handles, and so he, like, taken all the handles off. They were silver, and he spray-painted them gold at one point, and that was just, like, a a little small little update that we did to, like, try to kind of elevate it, and honestly, my dream is for, like, a butcher block countertop, but obviously, we're, this is not our house, and we're not going to live here forever, so we're not trying to make, like, these big, expensive, updates and everything. So we were like, okay, what could we do? So if you listen to Jenna talk about their kitchen update, um, multiple episodes ago, like maybe very early on, um, they did like a epoxy kit. And so it's like, you just paint the countertops white and then you can do like the gray, like veins. I need to take a deep breath. Um, you can do like the gray veins to kind of make it look like marble um, and then put like epoxy over it. And so we just weren't into the marble like look. So we just decided to um, to paint the we. Let me be so clear. Cole did everything. I did not do anything. Um, and honestly, like he even said this later on. He was like, you would have just slowed me down. And I was like, thank you. Um, but honestly, it kind of freaks me out like doing stuff like that. I'm just not like artistic and you can say that that is like an excuse which is totally fair but it just stresses me out and in the end I just would have slow cold down so I'm glad I was out of there for him um but we just bought an epoxy kit um on Amazon and you paint the countertops white and then um he ended up having to do like three layers and I think it was just because it was like dark granite that it just took a lot of like painting to get through Um, but he did that, let that dry and then did the epoxy and that kind of had to sit for like two days, but that just kind of seals everything off. And then we were able to put stuff back on. So like I, we were like out of the kitchen probably for like three to five days, which was very tough. Like our Breville was on our dining room table and it, it was a situation, but (laughs) We, we made it through. We persevered. Um, and then, so we were like living with the countertops and then he bought a backsplash um, that was actually peel and stick. So a bunch of people on my Instagram story were like, oh my gosh, the tile looks so good. Like, where'd you get it from? And I was like, it is actually peel and stick tile, believe it or not. And I think it looks really good. I'm always fearful that like I post on Instagram and, and I'm like, it's peel and stick. Like, can you believe it? And everyone's like, yeah yeah, I can believe it. It looks like crap. Um, 
like I said, I'll post some stories so you guys can get a feel, get a vibe for it, uh, what it looks like now, but he killed it. It looks so good. And we also swapped out some lights and added a little rug like underneath the stove and it is just like the coziest vibe. Like I was making dinner a couple weeks ago. Sorry, like just last week. Um, and like didn't have the overhead lights on, just like the lights on the countertop. And it was definitely very dark, but I was just like, oh, playing music. It's like, this is the best vibe. It's so calm and so chill. And I had my little, I think I had like cherry juice drink, like it was just the best. And so it's become a very serene place in there. Um, but yeah, I think literally the entire thing, it was, the kit was $60 on Amazon. It was on sale. And then the tile was a hundred, or a hundred, no, $300. And we still have like some pieces left over. So we might like use it in the bathroom or something, but that is not bad. $360. And when you see the before and afters, it completely changed the space. It looks so good. So, and if you don't like it, don't tell me, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, that also happened. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, okay. This is a huge um, update. And okay, so we're going to enter a segment that I am now calling like the the travel corner or something like that. Sorry, I'm holding the mic today. So if you hear movements, no, you don't. Um, we're going to call this travel corner, tell you about the future plans, tell you about the current plans and then leave the door open for you guys to send me recommendations because now, you know, I make all of the rules. <laughs> like, we're just, we're just figuring it out as we go along. Anyways. So you all know, cause Ed was on, we are credit card girlies. We are using credit cards to get us free things because you work really hard for your money. And so you should make your money go longer, go further for you. So like I said, I had, if you didn't listen to the credit card episode with Ed Newell, go ahead and go back and uh, listen. And um, yeah, just gain some knowledge because you can use credit cards responsibly and for your benefit. Um, but I um, had a credit card that was able to get Cole and I free flights to, um, oh yeah, we're flying into London. So we fly Pittsburgh to Charlotte and then Charlotte to London on American Airlines. We don't have our return flights yet, but literally just from opening that credit card and hitting the spend bonus or like the spend amount. So usually it's like spend $3,000 on it in like the first three months and you'll get 60,000 points, like something like that. We hit one of those bonuses and got the points. And that was two one-way tickets to London. Um, so that's what we use that for. And we're going in September for our second, like to be there for our second year anniversary on October 1st. Um, and going to do this whole like big Europe vacation trip thing. Like I went to Europe, um, with Heather, like I said, um, when I like lived with them and that I'm like trying to think, is that really the only time I've ever been, I feel like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I've been more recently. Cool. And I went to Greece on our honeymoon as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to London, Paris. Let me make sure I get all the places. Lake Como and Rome. Is that really it? Yeah. Okay. 
And so we have a bunch, we had like some different credit cards open to help us like cover more expenses on the trip. Obviously main cost being flights and hotels. So we got the flights taken care of. Um, Cole opened a credit card for, uh, to get a bonus for hotels. And this, this is just not a credit card pitch, but I've made moves. Okay. So we hit like the points and we've been accruing points like since then. So I believe I had like 160,000 points in one of like the like hotel credit card. It was like an IHG credit card. And I was like, I, I just love, like, honestly, like, I should get my travel agent license or something because I just love booking, like, trips and I love planning trips. And I'm always like, oh, like, let's just go to Florida. Like, oh, let's do this. Like, oh, let's do that. And a couple weeks ago, it hit me where I was like, September is so far away. September is so far away. And then I was like, it's not that far away. It's like, not that. So I was like, I should probably get serious about this and start planning. And we had the points on the credit card. I was like, literally, what am I waiting for? Like, we have stuff to start booking. And so from the credit card that Cole has, we were able to book our hotel in Paris, which I believe was for two nights and three or four nights in Rome. And then a separate credit card that I have will book um, our hotel in London. And then I, because Disney is so kind and loving, they have no way to redeem any credit card points. Um, But I also booked our stay at Disneyland Paris, which I am just over the moon about. You might think it's weird. You might think it's cringy. I don't care. But as a kid, like, I grew up at Disneyland, and, like, when I finally went to Walt Disney World, I was, like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing, and there's just Disneylands, like, all over the place, and I would love to go to them. <laughs> I want to go to there. Um, I just think that that is so cool, and I've just heard so many different things. One of my best friends, Katie, her and Ed went to Disneyland Paris a few years ago, and she said it was incredible. I'm so excited. And so, yeah, we're going to fly into London, do a few days in London. Um, but practically every night is paid for through credit card points. And I won't go on another rant. I will just tell you, go back to my episode with Ed and listen to the whole rundown because you could be flying and staying in places for free. And that's all I'll say on that. Um... But yeah, we, there is a hotel I wanted to transfer points to, but they don't have any reward nights. Like, so like you can't, you'd have to pay cash like to stay at this hotel. And it was like $1,200 a night. So it's not going to fly. That was for Lake Como. Um, So we'll just have to pay for an Airbnb or like another hotel in Lake Como. And then just our night in Disneyland Paris, which, okay. For, sorry, a little Disney corner here for a minute. Um, if you have been to Disney, (laughs) both Disneyland or Disney, uh, world, you know how freaking expensive it is. Before Cole and I got passes, whenever we would come down for like a one day, one park ticket for both of us, it was like $330. And I, uh, you know, mom and dad (laughs) used to always cover that for me. And then one day I grew up and they were like, you want to go? It's on you. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
this is so expensive. And I have been, uh, before we moved out of California, I was a pass holder for my entire life. And my mom said our first passes as a family of four were $99 a piece. Literally not, you couldn't get a ticket for that anymore, but a annual pass was $99, which is crazy. So anyways, all of that to say, our hotel, and so hotel for one night, which honestly, I might add another night just for peace of mind, but that's like beside the point, for one night and then tickets for two people for two days. I'm pretty sure they're like just one park tickets, like I don't even know if they do park hoppers. The whole, if you go to another Disney, like Disney Paris, Disney Tokyo, Disney Shanghai, like if you go to their websites, it's just not as user-friendly as Disney World and Disneyland is. So it's just very different. Um, So I'm pretty sure it's one park, um, one day. So like I said, one hotel, one night in a hotel, and then park tickets for two people for two days. Came out to $550. When in Walt Disney World, one day, one park for two people was $330. And now I'm getting two days in a hotel stay on top of it. It's just crazy. Very, very different ship that they're running over there. And I don't know why it's so much cheaper, but I'm here for it. And I've heard that it's really nice. And so I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I, this, this trip is hopefully going to be amazing. And if you have any recommendations, I've been to London before, but I have not been to Paris, Lake Como or Rome. And I think as of right now, Cole and I both are most excited for Paris, both because of Disneyland, but also just in general. And when I went to Europe with Heather, um, I, there was like a, like a weird gap in our schedule that kind of occurred and um, I was talking to her and Steve and Steve was like, where, like, would you guys want to spend this week? And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I would love to go to Paris. And they both were like, you need to go to Paris with somebody you love. Like it's, it's genuinely meant like, obviously it's the city of love, but it's like, it's meant to be experienced with someone that you love. And I was like, when is that ever going to happen? I was like 18 years old. I was like, when am I ever going to come back to Paris with someone that I love? And now I'm going there for my second year anniversary which is just so cool. So please, if you have any recommendations, let me know. But before that, we are going on a big road trip. And excuse me, let me get more water. A big Pacific Northwest road trip. So um, this will probably be like the last bit in the travel corner segment, because again, I need your guys' recommendations. Um, we are flying into Seattle for a friend's wedding. We're shooting it. And then um, from there, we are driving. Let me see if I can pull. I made <clears throat> a like breakdown at one point of what the trip was going to be. Let's see. Northwest. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. Starting in Seattle. And then we're going to drive to Portland. I've been to Seattle and Portland before. Honestly, a lot of the, well, I was going to say a lot of these places. Honestly, I've only been to Seattle and Portland on these, um, on this trip. Um, we're going to drive to Portland and stay the night 
and then we're going to drive from Portland to Redwoods National Forest for two nights. Um, and honestly, this is going to just be like, like I said, a big Pacific Northwest trip, but a big national park trip, which I'm both very excited and also slightly nervous about. Like, I just didn't grow up like hiking and camping at all. And honestly, like the whole deal with it, like I am fine with, like we camped in Hawaii and like you've heard Jen and I talk about before, it was literally like the best trip of our lives. Like it was so much fun, like just staying in a van, but that's Hawaii. I am honestly more, most terrified of like the animals. Like I'm just, (sighs) guys, after after the bear, after the bear incident, I'm a little nervous. And if you didn't know the bear incident, long story short, it was a couple episodes ago, Cole and I were driving home from Ligonier and a black bear ran out and started running along the side of our car. And I was terrified. I was like, and honestly, like, I don't know, it was, it was pretty big, but it definitely wasn't like as big as it could be. And I was... I was shaking. I was shaking in my boots and I was like, this is the end. Like this bear is going to hit our car and we are, our car is going to break down and then the bear is going to come back to get us. And so we've thrown out a bunch of like different options for what we are going to do for this trip. Like right now our leading thing is like, I found a, uh, through like a camper, like van-esque website, Um, I found a Jeep that has a, like, Jeep Wrangler that has a, um, rooftop tent, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect, like, we'll do this, this will be great, and then, as time has gone on, I'm like, that is pretty exposed to the elements, like, what if a bear crawls up? If I am being ridiculous, somebody can definitely tell me that, because I'm just a, a little nervous about the animals, and just like people are creepy too. I'm just, I I just feel so exposed. Like when we camped in Hawaii, Cole and I slept, like there was like, it was a roof. It was a, like the top. What is that even like a pop top? Yeah. Van. So the, the top of it popped open and slept two people and then the bed or like the seat folded down inside. So we were inside the van. So I always felt safe. Like I was like, okay, whatever. But like this, I would have to go outside to get like back into the car. If there was like a hatch that would drop me in the middle of the car, if anything were to happen, I'd be fine with that. The fact though that like someone could just walk up to the tent and open it, not down with that. So I don't know. I'm going back and forth if we should rent a car and then like get Airbnbs along the way or if I just need to suck it up and get over it and sleep in a rooftop tent. I am open to all of your opinions. If you think that those concerns are valid or if you think I'm being ridiculous and need to get over it. So anyways, drive from Portland to the Redwoods. So excited about that. Also, and then after that, Redwoods to Big Sur, which I am just so excited about. So obviously this is like a big California, like I said, Pacific Northwest, but like we spend the most time in California And this is just, like, a part of California I never really went to. Like, 
we i lived in southern california and california is such a long state that these drives were so far away so it was like we just never really and again like i said we weren't really campers so like just never made the trip up so i'm really really excited about big sur also like if you've been listening to the podcast for a while this was a trip um we were going to take last may and then just as like it got closer i was like i don't know like i don't feel any like peace about this and like i just am not in the mood (laughs) and so we didn't end up doing it and then our friends got engaged and they were like and they live in seattle and they're like eloping out there and they're like hey like we'll fly you out to shoot it and i was like well no time like the present and so it ended up working out that we waited on it so from big sur then we'll drive to yosemite which cole is so excited about um i feel like for him yosemite is like yosemite and the redwoods are like definitely a dream and so we'll spend some time in yosemite and i'm so excited and then from there make our drive back up to Seattle, and then we'll fly out of Seattle back to Pittsburgh. Um, May is honestly, like, such a crazy travel month, and I'm so excited for it. Like, our church staff is going to a conference in Atlanta, and then we have a wedding in OBX, and then literally the next we get back from OBX, like, on a Sunday, and actually, yeah, like, a Saturday night, and then we leave for Seattle, I think, on Thursday, and then we'll get back from Seattle at the end of May, and then just like that, May is done, so it's going to be chaotic, but those are just, that's where I thrive, and honestly, like, it's been, this winter has been very interesting for me. I've just been very much a homebody, and I think it's maybe come with all of, like, the changes in our lives that I'm just like, I want... excuse me, the one thing that's consistent is just, like, home and being at home, and I've really, really enjoyed, like, cooking meals more recently, and, um, just being able to be creative, and I don't know, like, I, cooking has just definitely become my hobby, so I've just been at home a lot more recently, and it's been so nice, and, like, growing up in California, just, like, winter is never really, like, winter, like, it would rain a little bit, but then be, like, 60 degrees like so it's just never like actually like cold in winter and so I feel like I've genuinely been in like a hibernating season and just trying to spend as much time at home probably knowing that May is around the corner and Easter is so early this year so just April and May um honestly the entire month of April I'm trying to be home as much as possible because come May, it's going to be crazy. And then that really just kicks off weddings. And oh, guys, I I love shooting weddings. I, it's so much fun. But let me tell you, the end of October, end of November, I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. And I don't even shoot weddings full time. Like there are probably some people that are listening that are like, girl, you're only booking like 10 weddings. I'm like, I know, but they're all in the fall. And I'm so tired by the end of it. Like, if you just do, are in the wedding industry, you just know that, like, by the fall, you're like, I'm dead. And that's obviously when it's the most chaotic. And so, I, having Saturdays, oh my gosh, have just been true rest. And honestly, like, in the the transition of everything at work, too, it's like, 
Friday and Saturday are genuinely full of rest and like I can do whatever I want. And so I've just been trying to soak that up as much as, as much as possible because I just know it's very fleeting. <laughs> it will not last long um, come wedding season in the summertime. But I feel like we're very lucky this year. Like a lot of our weddings are spread out. Like I think we have like two in June and then like maybe even just like one in July. And then it like gets more stacked on top of each other in the fall. But at least we kind of like ease into it and it's not that bad. Um but yeah, okay, 56 minutes, that is not that bad, and I really didn't know if I was even going to have enough to get past 30 minutes, and so yeah, a lot of changes, and just thank you for being here, thank you for listening, like I said, um, I am sorry, I guess in some ways, to um, everyone that has like come here and come to the podcast for Jenna and I, and like I understand that dynamic shift might feel different for you and just be like, okay, maybe I'm not as interested anymore. That is totally fair. My feelings will not be hurt. Um, I hope that you stick around because like I said, it will be me and Jenna will be on occasionally. Like I said, I'm trying to like have people in my life on that I just like love so much and we will continue to read fun stories. We will continue um, to, I don't this sounds so chewy, like laugh a lot. Like I, it's not going to be super serious. I feel like this maybe was a little bit more of like a serious ep- episode. It's not going to be this serious all the time. And we're going to keep it fun. going to keep it lighthearted. And if you don't like me, don't worry about it. There'll be other guests on that will talk more than me. So just come back for them if anything else. Um, but I hope you stick around and, um, like I said, feel free to reach out to Jenna, let her know that you love her. Um, like, like I said in the very beginning, um, she's just, oh, I keep hitting the thing. She is taking this time to focus on her family, put her and her mental health first and everything. And, We love her for that, and I'm so thankful that she was able to tell me that instead of keep putting on, like, a brave face um, in order to just kind of appease me. I'm glad that we have that, like, open door in our friendship for her to be like, I need help. And I'm like, I got you. I got you. And so, um, yeah, just reach out to her. Let her know that you love her. And like I said, she's not dead. And she will be back on the podcast, of course. But from here on out, you're going to be hearing from me. (laughs) Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to the sound of my voice. And yeah, I think that's all I got. I will talk to you next week. Bye.